Welcome to the Dollars and Cents Radio Show with your host, accountant and author Carol Topp, the homeschool CPA. Carol takes confusing topics such as money and business and puts them into clear English. She's ready to share her knowledge with you on today's show. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Homeschool CPA podcast here as part of the Dollars and Cents show on the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Uh, I think you're going to enjoy the to podcast, uh, two of them probably, with another homeschool leader who's going to share some advice and information for you from her real life in the trenches. And I have, <laughs> I have with me today on the telephone Amanda Schaefer, who is with the Heartland Homeschool Association. And I think you're in... Missouri. Is that right, Amanda? That's correct. Southeast Missouri. Okay. Mm-hmm. Got that right. All right. So what I found interesting, Amanda and I have met virtually. We've not met in person, right? I've been to St. Louis <laughs> right. a couple times. Correct. We've never have. Yeah. Big country. Can't get everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but we we know each other virtually from the Facebook group. I am a homeschool group leader, and I always put that in the show notes, which you can find over at um, Homeschool CPA dot com slash podcast or um, dollars and cents show dot com, but it's a wonderful group because we share you know information and and I learned through that that Amanda you have kind of a unique situation. You used to be the secretary on your homeschool group's board, and now you're transitioning to treasurer, Correct. which are very different skills. Very. So I thought maybe we could talk about what you did when you were secretary. And kind of okay. like, what does a secretary do on a board? And and then maybe we'll we'll talk a little bit about as you're volunteering to be treasurer, what kind of you know questions and issues and challenges do you think you're going to be facing there? Sound good? That sounds good. Sure, sounds great. Okay. All right. So tell me what a secretary does. <laughs> well, in our in our organization, uh, when I came on the board, they immediately picked me to be the secretary because the current secretary was retiring and. They saw my organizational skills and things like that and said, that's who we want to be our secretary. So they, uh, they tagged me for that, and I immediately became in charge of the email communication, um, mm-hmm. sending out newsletters, creating the class schedule, the organizing class descriptions, collecting class suggestions from people, um, all of that sort of stuff. Okay, but, that um, probably goes way beyond what the definition of a secretary is. In the well, probably like so. <laughs> Once we did registration, then I also was in, it, responsible for, um, you know, name tags and coordinating all of the individual <laughs> schedules and you know, attendance sheets and all of that sort of I mean, I did all of that. So Holy I, uh, I had a huge learning curve my first summer as secretary, so... Yeah. Because I think, I bet if you guys pull out your bylaws, and I don't, I don't have them in front of me, but I bet if you pull them out, it would say something like, two sentences, the secretary <laughs> takes the minutes at the meeting. Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Okay, now probably because you're organized, you took over that, that whole registration job, which mm-hmm. is not really a secretary's job. I mean, you could have had a different board member or a volunteer handle registration, right? You were just well, probably organized and thought I could do this. Maybe that that may be part of it, but the more that I did it, all the file, all the information was essentially put into one or two files. So we at the at the time they did not have much of a file sharing system. Um, 
they did everything on paper and pencil. Everything oh. was not very computerized. So from that perspective, it really, it really only worked well for one person to have everything and be able to filter through all the different registration papers and, you know, input the data into, the, into a spreadsheet and all of that stuff. A lot of times the treasurer gets that job of registration because it involves really, Yeah. Well, sometimes the poor treasurer is the one typing in all these because they might, it depends, but they might have to be invoicing. It depends if if the group charges by like per class or something mm -hmm. like that. And I say, hey, that's not the job of a treasurer either because I'm trying to protect treasurers from burning out. But yeah. Well, and it's it's interesting. Whenever we did our registration, we did it as a face-to-face type of registration. And it was where everybody came and they signed up for their classes and all the board members were present and, you know, helped out for the day. And then at the end of the line, the treasurer took the packet and figured out how much they owed, what all their fees were, and then they paid on the spot um, or worked Mm. out a payment plan or something like that. And then at the end of the day, the secretary took all the paperwork home and then started putting it all into the computer um, and organizing the stuff. So now how um, big is your group that you could do um, that kind of? When I, when I first started, we're smaller now than we were. Um, but when I first started, we had the first year I was on, we had a total of 91 families. We had almost 200 children. Oh man. And you, okay. And you expected them, all 91 families, to show up at the same place, same day. I mean, you may know you do for co-op yeah. and stuff, but to register, wow. And most of them did. During those days when we would do an, a face-to-face registration, there were only a handful that would message us and say, I'm not going to be able to be there. How can I get registered? And okay. just worked it out. And, um, but, yeah, we, we had huge park days. We did it at the park, and they would come. Wow. And, yeah. It was a big deal. <laughs> it was a very long, long day. <laughs> I bet. How yeah. interesting. So yes. that's not what you use now for registration? No. Now we are um, fully online. Um, my The people in the co-op, people who had seen the old way and are now part of the new way, they laugh and jokingly will tell me that I finally brought the co-op into the 21st century. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> because right? because yeah. I immediately put us on a newsletter system. We use MailChimp to, to do that instead of emails. They were having troubles with emails randomly not getting sent to people, and they it just the computers would just decide, I'm not going to send to these five families or whatever, so people weren't getting information. And so I was like, well, we're going to move over to MailChimp. And so we started doing MailChimp um, for newsletters, and then about a year later, we started investigating homeschoollife.com as a website yeah. place, and that's what we use now, and we do fully everything is online for, for class registration now. So yeah. we don't even do a face-to-face registration. And it's great because most part, I would say probably 80% of our class registration is done within about 30 minutes because everybody's at oh. home just logging in and they're, they sign on, they choose their classes and they pay and they're done. They can do it in their jammies if they want to. <laughs> so yeah. they, uh, nice. they love it. Nice. They love it because they don't have to drag their kids out to the park and hang around for, you know, to stand in line. It's, it's nice. nice. It, 
yeah, we love it. Yeah, and God forbid it would rain that day, but yeah, okay. Yeah. See, all your papers yeah. get wet and blow away. I mean, <laughs> so MailChimp, I'm familiar with a little bit. I've never used them, but they are an email service, and they're free mm-hmm. up to certain limits and how many emails you can send out and stuff like that. Um, Correct. There's a couple of email services like that out there. You know, I use a more expensive one called AWeber because my list is too big and I, I, I right. email more frequently, blah, blah, blah. Um, but yeah, but Homeschool Life is, uh, is, an, is if for those don't don't know, is a software service. And of course, you guys are, are paying for it. I think you pay um, per uh, a fee based per on family. your family size, something mm-hmm. like $5 or $10 a year or somewhere in that range. It's yeah, it's seven like fifty per family that we pay. Okay, and mm-hmm. there is another. They have a little competition, which is probably good because it keeps everybody sharp and stuff. Called mm-hmm. um, uh, LoveMyGroups.com, and they have a software service called The Hub. Pretty similar, I think, in some of the services that they provide to like Home gotcha. School Life, but in a, in a similar fee of mm-hmm. based on how many families you have. But I just want to give that information so folks can check out these kinds Absolutely. of services to help them stay organized. So you, but I assume you, you really did the old-fashioned secretary job of sitting at the mini, meetings and taking minutes as well, right? That's correct, yeah. Um, in, when I first started, we didn't really take me- minutes. We mm-hmm. just kind of had meetings, and everybody took notes where they needed to and just did their own thing. And um, they were pretty laid back. But when we reorganized um, in the summer of 2017, last summer, um, we reorganized and we went formally nonprofit. We got our 501c3 over the, the few months, and you helped us with that, um, helping yeah. us to reorganize. We, at that point, we said, you know, if we're going to do this, we're going to do it right. We're going to have minutes and reports, and we um, started getting a little more formal with it because we wanted to be on the up and up. So, Yeah. And it's just, it's a good communication tool, ultimately. Mm-hmm. You know, minutes should be, here's who came, here's who's missing, here's the, you know, kind of a set form. I mean, you can make a template and just fill it in. Here's the agenda, here's the items we talked about. I always think uh, minutes, or maybe that's more of a meeting agenda I just described, but I remember when I joined my co-op, the minutes, I somehow got a copy of the minutes, and they were very long, like it was almost a transcript of the discussion. That's not what minutes need to be. Minutes should be um, should be short and should be, it was decided, like major things that are decided, but not everybody's discussion. Because I remember seeing this, this discussion about, well, so-and-so said, and then so-and-so disagreed and said, and so-and-so else said. Oh. Like, no, 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 we don't record everybody's opinion. No. Um, so minutes should be and at the bottom, or I mean, a, a well-run meeting also has the president typically, who is the, runs the meeting, would say something like, "Okay, let's wrap up. Who who has an action item? You know, meaning something to do and report back to next month, something like that." And that's the oh. job of the secretary. I hadn't heard that's a good. I learned that from being on a church board. Yep, I president had not says, heard that. That is actually action items. Yeah, action items. Who, I'll make note of that because yep. that's who, not one. And who said you. responsible person? So sometimes at the bottom, I've seen of like the agenda, and sometimes the secretary, or the president prepares the agenda. You know what action items were taken? So and so will reserve the site for the year-end picnic. Whose name goes by that? She has to report back by what date that she did it or not. Or so and so will talk to this family that's dropped out. Or blah blah blah. Yeah, you assign a human that's, being. 
That's actually really interesting because that's a, a quick, like a, you can at a glance see, okay, what needs to be completed before the next meeting? Because sometimes I've had to reread the minutes to be able oh. to be like, now, now exactly what did we, do? you know, who's doing this? And I have to go back and find it in the minutes. And that's, and I'm the one that types the minutes right now. But, you know, I, I never thought about putting action items at the bottom as just a quick yeah. glance to know what needs to be done. That's really great. I like that. It's not mine. I just borrowed that from somebody else. (laughs) Thank you for joining the Dollars and Cents Radio Show with Carol Topp here at the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. For more helpful information, visit Carol at her website, homeschoolcpa.com.